Today on We Here, Felicity Huffman's daughter got into college and no cheating was involved. Hooray. We'll talk to Xavier Cruz, the owner of New York men's grooming boutique Barba, about celebrity hair during the pandemic. And former giant Victor Cruz says he and his girlfriend spend 20 hours a day on FaceTime. Coming up next on We Here. Oh my God. We're on page six? No. Oh. No. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page six would have a field day. Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin. And I'm Ian Moore. Welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast. We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. Maggie, we have some amazing stories today. As you were reading that lineup, I was just psyched to get to these because they're so good. But before we do, I have to ask you, I can see on our little video conference that we do sometimes while we podcast that you seem to be drinking a delicious beverage. What I'm is dr- that? I'm drinking a strawberry bubbly. Uh, I... I'm so jealous because I've run out of seltzer of any kind. And I know this is like a hashtag luxury problem, especially mm-hmm. these days. It's like, whatever, I can drink tap water, it's fine. But I'm a seltzerholic. I'm a Brooklyn Jew. <laughs> I, you know, I think that I don't know. I've always been under the impression that Jews love seltzer um, and have to have it at all times. Hmm. And longingly um, looking at that can of strawberry bubbly. Oh gosh! Well, I will tell you, seltzer was totally my end of the world item. I just I keep ordering it, so I always have it. And my recycling is just a bag of multicolored seltzer cans at all times. Yeah. You know what? On one hand, I would say, okay, because I'm the same way. I just get, you know, individual cans or bottles of seltzer. And this is the type of hot celebrity gossip that people turn <laughs> tune into we here for is our seltzer habit. It's like, what? But the on what usually I'd say that's ecologically irresponsible and we should both get soda streams. Mm. But maybe when you put these bags out, like there are those people who come by and get the cans. So maybe you're actually sort of helping people because they can get the cans. I don't know. I mean, the I'll bottom line here is that, on that one. I would like to be sponsored by a seltzer brand by oh the end of this God. show. If I don't get fired from this podcast at some point in my quarantine-induced delirium, I would very much like bubbly, La Croix, <laughs> La Croix. I'll take Polar. Hey, I have the hit single, Poppin' La Croix. It's, gonna, it's coming out soon. I'm just laying down the final touches on that track. Well, we will save that for another episode. Let's get into Felicity Huffman's daughter. Yeah, her daughter, Sophia Macy. Um, well, she's only 19, so she's probably popping LaCroix too. But <laughs> she's th- there's kind of a happy ending for this story. I mean, her mother, Felicity Huffman, went to jail, of course, for 11 days in the SAT cheating scandal because Mm -hmm. Felicity Huffman was involved in a scheme where she paid someone $15,000 to correct her daughter Sophia's SAT answers. And the thing is, this was unbeknownst to Sophia. so Which is really the worst part of it all. Well, that's the thing is that during Felicity Huffman's um, trial – there was a a letter that was read to the judge that the actress wrote, and uh, 
It said, when my daughter looked at me and asked with tears streaming down her face, why didn't you believe in me? Why didn't you think I could do it on my own? Mm. I had no adequate answer for her. I could only say, I'm sorry. So now page six has exclusively learned that Sophia Macy has gotten into college on her own. She took the SAT again, and she's been accepted to Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, which is a pretty prestigious institution. And I'm really glad, Maggie, that I added this new pop filter to my microphone today because who knew I'd be saying pretty prestigious institution in Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now I can use it. I used to avoid alliterative P words. <laughs> and now I can say them to my heart's delight. Um, well, I mean, it's great that she's going to school, but man, the amount of money she's going to have to spend on therapy to undo the fact that your <laughs> mom thought you couldn't get a decent enough score on the SAT by taking it yourself. In Sophia Macy's case, whatever she did, whether she had an SAT prep course or not. Over the weekend, she posted a logo of Carnegie Mellon University on her social media with two smiley heart emojis and uh, added CMU drama 24. Very cute. Yeah. In the meantime, by the way, for that year, that sort of gap between, um, finally, you know, taking the SAT again and getting into college, her acting career has sort of taken off as well. Um, she's landed a few good roles. So it's kind of wild to think you have to take the SATs to go to school for acting. That's a diss to actors, Maggie. No, it's not a diss. I'm just saying, (laughs) shouldn't you have to audition? Like if you go to art school, you have to take the SATs, but you submit a portfolio and that's what gets you in. You're based on your skills. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily your test taking abilities. That's a good question. Well, I think if you're going to like Yale drama school, I don't know. Um, You know, who knows? Maybe you go for acting and then you become like a surgeon or something in the end. You go pre-med. That's true. We can't um, let eighteen-year-olds yeah. dictate the rest of their lives. Yeah, one decision. Think of what you wanted to do when you were eighteen. Um, well, I mean, I went to school for journalism, and here I am. So, kudos it to all young worked me. Out. It all Thank worked you, out. Thank you, eighteen-year-old um, me. So, a source close to the Huffman Macy clan told our own Mara Siegler of Sophia's acceptance to Carnegie Mellon. Felicity is so proud and grateful that Sophia has kept her chin up over the last year. It was a painful, challenging time, and she pulled through it with strength and grace. And the thing is, adding to the adversity there is that her younger sister, Georgia, who's 18, was already accepted to Vassar, who like wasn't involved in this college scandal. Um, so she had been accepted to Vassar in December, it was reported. So it's like also kind of like your sisters, you know, you're both going to college at the same time. But in this case, it all worked out. Felicity Huffman, you know, did the time. <laughs> the 11 days. <laughs> did those, did the hard time. And, um, you know, probably got jacked in the yard for those 11 days and knows how to make homemade wine and can probably use all of her experiences in the pen for a future acting role. 
Are you playing prison buzzword bingo over there? I was just waiting for you to say, I'm like, Bruno, you're I, checking the boxes I'm today. up in, like, yeah, like a shiv and shanked. And the shoe. Shiv, shanked, and the shoe, the three S's. I'm suddenly, like, on an episode of the Scared Straight podcast. Um, So, I mean, the thing is, of course, Lori. Now, you would know this, Maggie, because your name is Maggie Coglin. But a lot of people probably pronounce it. <laughs> Did you forget my name? <laughs> no, but I was going to say a lot of people pronounce her name Maggie Coughlin. Right. right. So basically, I should be saying Maggie Coughlin. That's how they say right. it in Ireland, I... where my kind is from. Right. Um, but I just I say Coughlin because I'm nasally. And uh, well, the reason I is. ask is because another um, person who's still involved in this scandal. So Felicity Huffman and her family have moved on happy ending she did the time the kids are in college all is well she paid her debt to society she told the judge you know she feels horrible but Lori, either Lori laughlin or Lori loglin or Lori lachlan Lori lachlan Lori lachlan i don't know i feel like i'm bringing tremendous shame to my father every time i she's think still, <laughs> she's still involved in this whole thing and going through the uh the trial Maggie, did you find this segment to be A, awesome, B, incredible, C, okay, or D, all of the above? D, all of the above. (laughs) You don't know the answer. You say all of the above. Today we're joined by Xavier Cruz, who is the master stylist and headmaster of Quarren Cuts, a place online where you can learn how to give your quarantine partner a haircut. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Xavier. And Xavier, I should mention, is behind an amazing place called Barba, which is sort of a, a men is a men's grooming salon. And I've been there myself, and it's a totally wonderful place. Xavier, can you tell us first of all, how are things going in quarantine? What have you been doing? Because obviously Barba can't operate right now, right? You can't have customers. It cannot operate right now. I, I am keeping myself fairly busy. Um, as you all know, we started Quarren Cuts a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been taking virtual clients uh, every day, uh, Monday through Friday, you know, sometimes two to three or four a day. And it's been it's been great. I mean, I'm busy. <laughs> Not making money like I want to, but I'm busy. Right. And how does Quarren Cuts work? I ask people to DM me through either Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we set up an appointment. I usually speak to them about a day or so before asking them what tools they have to work with. Mm. And uh, depends on what they have. You know, some of them, some people may have just a hair trimmer or beard trimmer or just a pair of scissors. And, you know, we kind of work through that. And uh, it's been pretty successful so far. So you're advising people how to cut their hair with just kind of what they have around in the house. You don't need shears. Exactly. And um, yeah, I, I either teach them how to cut their own hair or I teach their partners or their wives or husbands, brothers, sister, best friend, how to uh, go through the motions. Uh, you might be hearing from me soon because things are getting pretty <laughs> shaggy over here. <laughs> yeah, Maggie, I think you look good when I've seen you in our video conferencing, but you've described your hair as I think looking like a pineapple. 
yeah, yeah, a pineapple when it's up, hair curtains when it's down. It's just like a, a lot of hair and not a lot of movement or texture. My hair has become a kind of, it's like fluffy 70s, sort of a Barry Manilow or like almost like maybe the the lost Jewish member of the Bee Gees, but in a bad way. Um, now, one of your more high profile pupils who you've had so far, right, is... Mm-hmm is Billy Porter, right? The star of Kinky Boots and Pose. So yes. he is a Corin Cuts degree holder, right? How did that happen? He is a graduate. You know, <laughs> a graduate. <laughs> Adam Porter Smith, uh, Billy's husband, called me one day. We're just, you know, shooting the breeze. And then he's like, oh my God, I need a haircut so bad. I don't know what to do. I'm like, huh, funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said that JP and I, along with his uh, agency, Terry and Sandy, you know, came up with this brilliant idea of doing something online. And Adam's like, uh, can I be your first? I'm like, apps are freaking lootly. <laughs> so that's how it came about. And how did Billy do? Billy did really well. You know, he was nervous. So was I. <laughs> you know, he was my, my, my first student. So we were both nervous. We were both sweating. And uh, <laughs> but he did a really, really good job, I have to say. He's a natural. And what style was Adam going for and what type of stuff were you teaching Billy to do? Like what equipment did they have and what 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 was the goal there? You know, so Adam's been coming to me for quite a few years now. We've been cutting his hair and we usually do um, a, a nice skin fade, not super short, but just a really nice fade, shorter on the sides and back and longer up on top. Of course, you know, Doing a skin fade at home when you don't know what to do and someone's kind of coasting you what to do is a little difficult. So we try to make it as simple as possible. You know, we just brought it down to a nice length and just cleaned it up around the edges. And and that was pretty much it. Next week, we're going to do it again. And this time we're going to cut the top. (laughs) And Adam is very nervous about it, but he's going to do well. I have to ask you, what do you think about everyone cutting their own bangs? Like women are coming out of this pandemic with bangs in a way that we have never seen. Does everyone need bangs right now? Like what's this about? You know, I've been saying this for many, many, many years. If you're not 12 years old or younger, you should not be wearing bangs. That is Um, a good rule. (laughs) Amen. I have a serious problem with women wearing bangs. I've seen some photos on Instagram and Facebook with ladies trying to cut their own hair, their bangs especially. And I find that a lot of them don't know how to hold the scissor or the comb when they cut their bangs. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times they cut above the knuckle (laughs) and, you know, it, it, it's very short when they do that. One thing that's been really interesting during this isolation situation is you've had a lot of celebrities going online and on social media and you know showing fans their roots, showing fans what their real hair looks like. I mean, do you think that's a good thing? And have you been following any of these people? Is there anyone that you've sort of admired besides Billy Porter who's been doing stuff right? I watched a few celebrities try to do their own hair. Again, they're just like anyone else. And if you don't know what you're doing, my suggestion is to find someone who does and get a mm-hmm. tutorial from them, whether it be me or another great stylist. They shouldn't try to attempt it on their own because I didn't realize how difficult it is for people who don't know hair to actually cut it. Because as I'm explaining it to the other person on the other side, how to hold a scissor, how to hold a comb, what angles to use, you know, it's, it's, I realize, wow, I know a lot more than I thought. 
<laughs> and they really don't understand how it works. So for celebrities to go ahead and you know try to be cute about it and cut their own hair, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, please call me. <laughs> I, I watched uh, was it Gwen Stefani and uh, her husband, uh, what's his name? Blake uh, Shelton. Blake Shelton. Did you see her try to cut his hair? <laughs> no. What happened with that? I missed that. It's very scary. <laughs> it, it was she. She she gave him a mullet, <laughs> pretty much. So it was a very interesting haircut to watch. I was cringing the entire time. I guess at least he's a country music artist. So maybe the mullet makes sense. Yeah, I guess it works that way, huh? What do you think about all these celebrities who are showing off their roots and complaining about their grays? Um, They can easily fix it. Yeah. Go online, buy a bottle <laughs> and fix that mess. <laughs> yeah, I have to tell you, I had an incredible experience at Barbo. We had a uh, TV show called Page Six TV. At the time, I had like a giant beard. I remember that. And it got to the point where my wife was like, okay, you look like a historic figure. You know, it was like very Amish. Ready to park the waters. Yeah, exactly. So so the um, the makeup artist on our show gave me your card. So one morning I decided to have the whole beard shaved off. But then the thing that was funny is that I took a before picture and then I took an after picture right after I, and I was clean shaven Mm -hmm. and I texted my wife thinking her response would be, thank God you finally got rid of this thing. And of course she got, she said, what did you do? What are you doing? You're so crazy. So anyway, but now I have sort of something in between, but it was, it was so great coming in. You're going to hear from Maggie and me. I think we're going to need uh, <laughs> some <right>. serious help. <laughs> Are you worried about giving away any trade secrets, though? I mean, I can't imagine that anyone's going to take these tips and then decide they're just going to cut their hair on their own. I, I, I thought of that after the second session because the person who I taught the second session to was really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, what am I doing here? <laughs> But, you know, at the end of that haircut, um, she said to me, I cannot wait until you open again and send my husband in because I am never doing this again. <laughs> right. So I'm not really afraid at this point uh, to whether or not they're going to come back into my salon. I know they will. You know, I, I think doing this makes them want to come back. And if this goes on for a while, I mean, as I mentioned, I got my beard trim there. Maybe you'll do some beard trimming. Or beard braiding sessions. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. You know, that's the only thing I don't do. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) I have, I can do a simple braid, but when it comes to like, yeah, I can't do that. Like a French braid? No. There's time to learn. Yes, I have plenty of time. (laughs) I should do that. Former giant Victor Cruz said that he and Karuchi Tran, his girlfriend, are in lockdown apart. So to make do, they're spending 20 hours a day on FaceTime. 20 hours a day on FaceTime. Karuch, Karuch, Karuch is on FaceTime. For 20 hours a day. So he's in New York by himself and she is in LA with her family. He says, I'm I'm in this solo and it's not fun at all. No shit, they, Sherlock. And it's then not they, fun. <laughs> and then they spend 20 hours on fate. I wonder if it's 20 so consecutive she, hours. Like, or is it was giving, this an exaggeration? Like, oh my God, like 20 hours a day. She's been giving him cooking lessons. Oh, so this is a long, that would take a long time. Walks her through things. He's buying different meats and fish, and she's literally on FaceTime walking me through things, and it comes out great. He is an expert at turkey tacos, he says. Ooh. 
<laughs> Did you say ill? What's your beef yeah, with turkey tacos? I recently declared tacos as my favorite food, surpassing pizza. But I feel like I draw the line at turkey tacos. Why? Is that a thing? I've never even heard of a turkey taco. This it's is making me turkey meat instead of ground my beef. Whole taco. Oh, ground turkey. Yeah, they're not putting like the Thanksgiving <laughs> bird in the oh, taco. Thought, yeah. thought, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, like cranberry like, sauce and stuffing in a tortilla, and see how I do. Well, maybe it's like he's into turkey tacos. I could see that because he would be. He's like a former NFL player, and he 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 has stayed pretty healthy, of course. So, all right. So she's teaching <laughs> so him turkey. Right. <laughs> she's teaching him how to make turkey tacos. Why would you want to be on with someone, even if it was someone you loved, for twenty hours a day on Facetime? I couldn't look at myself on a screen for that long i can barely look at myself now while i'm talking to you you'd also need to talk near an outlet because you'd have to just have your phone like pretty much charged the whole time you'd have to have your phone plugged in but like maybe they're just watching movies together and not speaking and the phone is like on i think also they don't have that much to do obviously she, I mean, I guess it's like better for, you know, she's Chris Brown's ex. I feel like Karuchi Chan is one of those people who is sort of just famous for being famous, right? She kind of just, she became famous for dating Chris Brown initially, right? Yeah. But she's also an actress. She's on that show Claws, which I always want to call Nails because it's about a nail salon, but it's called Claws. Claws? <laughs> oh, I, I thought that it was about Santa. I thought that was was a Christmas special. Isn't that with Tim Allen? Oh, that's the Santa. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Ian, you need to rejoin this segment. Come on. Come back to me. (laughs) Well, actually, did you notice that, um, you know, Chris Brown? So Karuchi Tran, I I think this is actually like a nice story that they're having these 20-hour FaceTime sessions. I think Karuchi Tran deserves to be in a relationship with someone who loves her and respects her enough to be on FaceTime with her for 20 hours because she had kind of a up-and-down, tumultuous relationship with Chris Brown. And in fact, even after they broke up, Chris Brown, do you remember, he was insulting Victor Cruz. Oh, Do you remember that? It was last year. Yeah, he was shading Victor Cruz. Basically, <laughs> Chris Brown um, said on Instagram to Karuchi Tran, no shade, boo, but please style him. He, he said he looks like he's shopping. Oh, he said he, <laughs> he basically said, um, Chris Brown said that Victor Cruz looks like he's shopping off the mannequin and trying to bargain with the sales manager. And then he wrote retired wrestler Spanx. Wow. I feel like that's a disc you would say that someone looks like they're shopping off the mannequin. You're like, it's very men's warehouse. Not only shopping off the mannequin, but bargaining with the sales manager. You know what, though? Chris Brown, I feel bad. He kind of does have a little bit of a point here. Basically, he also offered to take Victor Cruz around to style him himself and insisted that there was this was not hate. But Chris Brown at the time seemed to say 
that it wasn't him who posted those mean Instagram comments about Victor Cruz. He said someone else had posted them on his Instagram. I mean, the thing about that that's an even bigger diss is, you know, every couple years, the fashion world will pick an athlete who like it embraces, right? So it's like, there's always like one or two athletes who are sitting front row at every fashion show and like they're, you know, hugging Anna Winter, you know, and Vi- and Victor Cruz was when he was playing in New York, right? His big signature thing as a wide receiver was to do, remember he danced salsa in the end zone? Oh. Do you remember that? I don't watch football. <laughs> wow. Well, that, well, that was the thing is, so Victor Cruz sort of transcended the sport in a way because he got- But he's a host on E! now. Yeah. I, well, he got he got yeah. his reputation for being sort of stylish and sassy with his salsa dance in the end zone, right? His, mm-hmm. And so then he ended up being like front row at all these fashion shows. Now he has a show on E! So he sort of successfully segued into the entertainment world. So it's even more of a diss really for Chris Brown to be like dissing his style as opposed to if he was just like some NFL player who had kind of like questionable style. Here's the thing. Even though Victor Cruz has been FaceTiming with his girlfriend, Karuchi Tran for 20 hours a day, leaving four hours for sleeping, showering, and whatever other personal things they need to take care of during that non-FaceTime time, they are, um, she's still his girlfriend. I was actually sort of surprised about this because back, as far back as 2017, when they got together, and then like for the next year, there were all these stories that they were headed towards engagement and headed towards engagement. But now it's three years later, and they're still not officially engaged. Now, I don't know if you remember this, Maggie, but before Victor Cruz was dating Karuche, he had another fiance, Elena Watley, and they had been engaged since 2014 and never got married. So I'm just wondering if Victor Cruz, he'll commit to talking to you for 20 hours a day on FaceTime. He'll commit to serving turkey tacos, which I think is questionable, as a taco recipe, but whatever, but maybe he won't commit to putting a ring on it. Dance some salsa to that. (laughs) Well, that's it for this episode of We Here. Our show is produced by Jamila Zara-Williams and Melissa Caceres. We would love to hear your questions and your ideas for the show. Is there a celebrity you would like to hear more about? Tell us about it. You can email us at podcasts at nypost.com. To hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. And please don't forget to leave us a review. We will be back tomorrow with more Page 6 exclusives. See you then.